It's bad. Anime. Hey everybody, I'm John. And I'm Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the show where we decide, is this anime bad? Now today, Rob, which one are we doing? Well, today we have a fun one and a little bit of a curiosity. I'll be honest. I'm excited. Well, um, for those of you, you can see the title. Today we're doing Burn Up. Burn Up. And that's Burn Up. Yeah, Burn Up with an exclamation point. Burn Up. Yes, he has a cute little exclamation point at the end. Um, from what I remember, this came out in 91. Oh. Uh, produced by a studio. 91? Yes. Ah. It's a 90s anime. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually, this at the time of recording, I think this is probably the first 90s anime we've covered so far, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Wow, that's exciting. Um, produced by Studio AIC, who also did Hikaru One. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. We already got, we're already in, in good company here. Our goddamn boy, Hikaru. Fucking love him. But anyway, so this is um, just a, sh- a short little OVA that came out of the time, and it started act- a, like a f- small franchise that lasted up until 2004. So this anime had, wow. some, this anime had some longevity behind it. Wait, so the, so the OVA started an anime series? It started a few different ones. Different, oh, different anime series. Well, there was, there was like, a, I think there was another, there was an OVA, a second, there was an OVA series that came after this, of four episodes. Uh-huh. Then there was a TV series, and then another TV series. And they came out intermittently throughout that time span I established wow. previously. So That's it started cool. It must be pretty, um, pretty influential then. I, it could be, but here's the thing: I got the DVD. As you can see, it's an old ass case I have in my hand, and I think it was like five bucks because it's only forty five minutes long. So I don't remember at all if it was any good. So let's. I figured. Why I guess not, why not find out today? I guess we're gonna find out. And I'm biased because Studio AIC they did a cartoon, and they, they. I just loved. I just kind of love their style of animation. Mm. So even if it's not a good show, I love the way they often look. Very cool. So again, bias here. And if I sound a little tired, I am because at the time recording, I got this because this ties back to bias. We just watched Violence Jack. We're both um, as as oh, we are exhausted. As from the that. as the Aussies would say, we're we're knackered right now. We are tired, <laughs> which is funny because it's illegal in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> Violence Jack at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, God damn, we're better at this than I thought. <laughs> right. So um, yes, I'm a little tired, and th- I want to get back to my biases here because, like I said, I did not like Violence Jack. Violence Jack because of my biases going in. This one here, I have a, a little bit, a tiny bit of bias towards the studio. It's not really going to impact anything. But we'll see how it goes. And like I said, I watch, I'll be honest, I watched this probably, I'm going to say 2013, mm-hmm. 2012, maybe. Mm-hmm. So Almost 10 years ago. Almost 10 years ago. So I legit, legitimately remember nothing, hey. no character names. I don't even remember most of what happened. That's great. And like most things on my end, I will be going in completely cold. Yes. I have no idea who made this. Yep. I don't know why they made it. And I, I just I just plain want to see it. I'm just really excited. I, I have no idea what it's going to be. Uh, the cover of the DVD, first of all, it's some chick with like a fun futuristic outfit with blonde hair and a gun. And there's just a big old big convertible car behind her. So I'm excited to see what this is. It looks like she's some sort of police officer, but I guess we're going to find out. It says big. <laughs> well, the bottom says big crimes, big, big busts. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I'll be okay. Yes, it should be fun to it give to give fun. our listeners some uh, behind the scenes access. We're gonna pull back the curtain, you know, break kayfabe, if you will. Um, yeah, we kind of we kind of broke the rule of don't judge book by its cover. So we looked at it and said, "Well, how good can it be? Let's just throw it in. Let's check it out. We might have a great time. We might have a horrible time. This is burn up. Yep, it's bad. Don't you love it when anime can actually be fun? That was so 
fun. I enjoy such a nice ride comparatively to all the stuff that we've done so far. Right. Like I I don't know. This was 45 minutes, and the entire time was like funny, charming, enjoyable, and a little bloody too. But yeah. not over the top bloody. No, not at all. And I really all the comedy elements worked. And again, we watched the dub. I have to I always have to clarify. Yes. And the dub actors just pulled it off. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew when to pull it back and be serious, but they knew when to be funny. It was so fun. And by the end, you know, throughout the entire thing, like I, I was thinking the entire time, I was like, all right, you know, you could say any character's name. I won't remember any of the characters. <laughs> and by the end of the sh- by the end of the OVA, I was like, Remy forever. <laughs> Justice for Remy. Remy is my- I love Remy. <laughs> Re- Remy is now in my circle of waifus. I love Remy. But she was the best. Um, so I guess we should pull it back a little yeah, bit. Talk, back, talk, take talk, it from the top. Take it from the top. All right. So like I said, this is burn up. This is actually part of a cool few different subgenres in '90s anime. Um, this actually might be one of the earlier examples of um. There was a few kind of like futuristic cop OVAs that came out around this time. I can name a few off the top of my head. So that was a cool little subgenre. But also, this might be one of the founding anime of the girls with guns subgenre. Uh huh. That which actually was. I don't think it's. Not prevalent now at all anymore, but it used to be a big thing. Just girls with guns, fucking charging. Because this anime. is li- this was the whole thing was girls with guns, and I loved basically, it. and it was really fun. And like I like I said, so it's a hot situation, right? The whole police force getting alerted. You have uh, we have two characters, Yuka and Remy. One the long black hair, one with cute little pink hair. <laughs> they're given they're given someone a parking ticket, and they're like, "All right, emergency, come on!" It's like, "All right, fuck, we gotta call Maki." We see when we cut to this blonde girl. It was off duty at the time. She, I, she was going on for like a motorbike ride in this cool futuristic ass motorcycle. And they're like, ah, Maki, we need you. Be careful. They have a hostage. Don't do anything stupid. And she does everything stupid. She but gets no, but no one dies. Well, no, well, on, not the hostage. Well, nobody, no hostage dies. But she gets on a motorcycle, rides in, jumps a couple barricades on the highway. Yeah. And just takes out a huge shotgun, just clocks one of the guys in the back seat. Yeah, she shoots the guy who isn't driving oh the car. My God. And, and then, then like, shoots out the hood. The front, the hood of the car. The car pulls over. And then she runs over and she's like. Oh, cool. Hostage is okay. Um, so basically what that was... That's how the show starts. That Yeah, that's the whole starting sequence of the show. And then basically they find out, like, okay, that girl was going to be... Was a hostage because she was going to get trafficked. Uh, and there's this Into guy... slavery, yeah. Named... Uh, oh, McCoy. Man, Samuel McCoy. You got the first name good on you. Yes. Who is <laughs> a, uh, who is a uh, young girl trafficker. He's a nightclub owner. He's a lot of connections in the town. He's a very powerful man. But the one... The real way he's making his money is trafficking all these young girls. It really sounds like a Jeffrey Epstein kind of thing now that I'm thinking about <laughs> it. And he's just like, got yeah, he just like kidnaps young girls and traffics them around. Um, and so basically the, the entire rest of the OVA, they're trying to find this guy and find some dirt on him to like extract him for these. Yes, things. actually, and I will say this. Um, it, so basically that happens and they have to investigate. So they go to one of his nightclubs to investigate. <laughs> that was an experience in and of itself. That was so so weird they get to that nightclub right and there are three levels to this nightclub hmm. okay and uh maki's on the first level and by the way the outfits were stunning oh my god maki was in a in a like a like a tiger print yellow she, thigh high socks with like a like a, a jean pink, jacket a pink, and, well, it, she had like a red jean jacket or de- or leather uh, it was hard to tell and then she had like pink denim shorts and like some white top i'm like this is an outfit i think this woman's my spirit animal I'm falling in love with this woman. We had Remy there with like the um very dark navy. She had like the fingerless um leather gloves that were cu- that if you were a badass anime girl in the 90s you had to have those. Yep. So, points to Remy. 
Yuka, who was the pink-haired one, she had this cute little doily. It was like a maid outfit, kind Basically, of, somewhat. pink and blue maid outfit. And they all show up to this club, and they get, get on different levels of the club, right? Maki's on, like, the dance level, which, let me say, the soundtrack was really good. The club music was phenomenally that good. That was really good. Rob turned to me during that, and he was like, you know, if clubs played this kind of music, I'd go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was very fun. So Maki was on the club level. Um, Some guys tried to hit on her. She was very much not into it. She's very not into it. And then she turned and said to herself, how come guys don't dig me? Which, again, it's all played up for laughs, and it's great. We we have Remy, who stumbles into, like, a costume uh, bar area. The most, like, Tatooine-esque. That's what I said. Kind of. (laughs) That's what I said. Like, what what the fuck? She on Tatooine? There's all these, like, people just dressed up in these weird outfits. Weird alien outfits, yeah. And she gets in there, and they all just, like, look around at her, and they're like, oh. And the general aesthetic actually looks a lot like Tatooine. But then Yuka's in the basement, and she's in a fucking hallway that looks just like the Death Star. And I'm like, what is happening? There's a lot of Star Wars stuff happening in this. Oh, also, I I don't want us to miss this. But before they went to the club, um, Yuka became one of my favorite characters very early on. (laughs) Ah! Because when they're at the police station, they're like, oh, like... So you mean he, like, so this guy, like, what, he traffics little girls? And Yuka's like, yeah, cute little ones like me. (laughs) We aren't safe anywhere. What do you mean? (laughs) Uh, But anyways, she's traveling through this club. And long story short, Yuka um, is the one that gets kidnapped. So Yuka gets kidnapped um, and trafficked or or, uh, gets attempted to be trafficked. She gets brought back to the the mansion of Mr. McCoy. Yes. Um, who keeps all of the girls in his basement? He has this weird bunker set up with like a bathroom in it and everything. It's just exactly. like a whole like, with a with a super advanced uh, locked door with like a, it looks like a safe vault basically. Pretty much. And yeah, he just um, kidnaps these girls and sells them into slavery. That's where he just keeps them, you know. Yeah, that's, uh, and, that's um, what he does. And the whole climax of this thing plays out a lot like Beverly Hills Cop of all things. It's honestly like, and I was wondering what you were thinking of, because you were like, this make this is making me think of something so, so well, and I forget what it, and like, you were like, I'm going to save it, but I know this makes me think of something. Yeah, no, it was, it was totally, it was totally um, similar to Beverly Hills Cop, because it's the same scenario where uh, the, fre- well, in Beverly Hills Cop, it was, I forget it, I forget it, I think she was also in the forest, but Eddie Murphy and a girl bust um, the, the, bil- the villain, the villain. The villain finds out. Basically, they kidnap the girl. They think they they think they killed Eddie Murphy, but they didn't. He got away. Then Murphy and his two partners storm this guy's mansion, even though they have no evidence. And it was the same scenario where it's a rich, rich, powerful man in town. We know he's a criminal, but we just don't have the hard proof. And Eddie Murphy's like, "Yeah, no, my friend's kidnapped." He brings his two partners, and they get back up because they're like, "Yeah, they're shooting at cops." Like, now nah, we have to go in. Yep. And the and the climax of this plays out the same way, where Yuka and Remy, sorry, not Yuka. Oh, Remy, Maki. Yeah, Maki, Maki and Remy. Maki and Remy. Charging guns ablaze and going, you know what? Fuck them. We're getting, we're getting Yuka back. But beforehand, they have to get the guns. And I just, yeah. it's a great, it's a great scene where like oh, this, so there's funny. this old dude in the dub. You know, it probably translates a little better in Japanese, but it's still great in the dub. Where Maki just goes, "Hey, old man, we need some guns." And he's like, "God damn, Maki, I don't care if you're the hottest thing to ever walk on this forest. I'm not giving you guns. And by the way, don't call me old man." There's so many great little moments like that that I want. I don't want to get into too much because they're, they're, they're honestly more fun to experience. Yes. Uh, but but yeah, they get the guns. They get the big old guns. And uh, hence the name girls. Hence the name of the genre girls with guns. Yes, girls with guns. They come in guns a blazing. Well, no, they send a great. Um, they do a diversionary tactic because they, they have these uh, police tanks, which is established in the world that police officers just have. Have mobile tanks. Yes. That they can roam the streets with. So they use one of those mobile tanks. And drive it away and put it on autopilot 
in which front it has of the McCoy mansion, which it has autopilot, yeah. and it just goes on autopilot and just crashes through the entire mansion. It's insane. And while all of McCoy's henchmen are like worried about that, the two girls, Maki and Remy, sneak on in. It's and then hilarity ensues. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's funny because you think with that with that premise, you think it'd be action oriented, but it's actually really a comedy driven series with a lot of cool action in it. So the first. They get down to the basement and they find the girls. Oh yeah, they find new and code. Remy uses this uh, piece of technology that attaches to the code uh, yeah. on the door and like unlocks. Yeah, trust it. me, guys, it's way better when you see the events in order. But, yes. <laughs> yeah, so yes. yeah, he has yeah, like you said, like she has this like um this device that um you you attach to a lock and then it analyzes the uh, it's like electronic um uh finger punch lock you know like sorry the code lock you know the ones you know three 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 four whatever it was so it analyzes it and cracks the code for you. She has a device and she like loves it. Um, and all the girls they they rescue all the girls. And then the they bring them all, continues. And then they bring all the girls outside, and they're like, "Wait here!" And it's like, "Yeah, that was what the one scene mean? where we both were like, wait a minute, you're gonna let it leave them behind? What are you doing?'" And like, in their in their benefit, the SWAT team was on their way because mm-hmm. the SWAT team heard that they like a cops were in a conflict, obviously. So they showed up. Yeah. So they showed up. Um, but then after that, you know, Remy and Maki are walking through the mansion, and they get shot at. And one of the bullets hits Maki's, oh uh, no, Remy's thigh. Yes. And uh, which we're like, oh no, did you get shot? Oh yeah, no. Yeah, we were both concerned. And she like <laughs> crawls up into a ball in like a corner behind a door. And Maki's like, oh no, Remy, are you okay? And we both thought as viewers, we're both like, wait, is she okay? And Remy like pulls out the device that she used to unlock that big door down there. And it's it has a bullet in it. So it got shot. Her thigh was not shot. But for some reason... That got her so mad because she loves that device. And so she just was turns the, around. You son of a bitch! Just machine guns this guy to absolute smithereens. It was basically the same scene in Spaceballs where they shot um the princess's hair. It's like, you shot my hair! Son of a bitch! <laughs> and she just unloading all the Spaceballs. It reminded me very much of that. Yes. It, it scratched all the same itches. It was so So funny. like there was extra bonus nostalgia points there. And even well after this guy died, and like he, and you can see the blood flying off. Of him oh yeah, she kept firing, and then launched a grenade because she was like and the he, guy was not even on the roof, and the guy had already like fell and died. Exactly, and, and like Baki was like, "All right, let's go." And Remy was like, "One more thing," and she, and she shoots she, a grenade. I mean, she shot a grenade. I mean, it was, it was just so funny. And at that moment, we both realized Remy was the best character. Oh yeah, no, yeah. she like I said, she's now in the circle of my wife. Who's I mean, she comes up. She'll have to come up now in the conversation. Circle of wife. Ooze. Ooze. <laughs> just make it very sad at the end. Um, but yeah, and then eventually, um, they get confronted by McCoy. You think they're fucked, but the next thing you know, the SWAT team arrives right in the nick of time. Yep. And the best was. The ending line, which <laughs> so okay, Maki and Remy, they be down bad. They just got <laughs> they just got gunned down yeah. by McCoy's men. There was no blood, so I'm guessing that it must have been like bulletproof things. Yeah, they had like bulletproof equipment, but like if you if you're even if you're wearing bulletproof stuff, it'll hurt. Yeah, you break and, your bones. Yeah. And they got yeah they they got gunned down quite a bit by uh by McCoy's men. And like the doors like shut down and everything. Yeah, those uh, like they had, like these are uh, falling electronic doors. Yep, that shut down all around them to like lock them in the barricades. Yeah. And uh, and McCoy's men are just like having a field day and like kicking them around. They're like, yeah, you thought you could do do shit. You well, you you can't, w- women. And uh, then um, the SWAT team breaks in finally. Yeah, and just like you know kills all those guys. Ha- yeah, you know tears house. You know they just yep. go and yep. wreck shit up. And uh, then. Uh, you know the, uh, I guess Maki's boyfriend. He's like a guy that Maki's like dating. 
on yeah, the force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes in and he's like, oh, it was, it was a subplot, yeah. subplot that we didn't really care about. Yeah, exactly. uh, and he, he's like, oh, uh, whatever. Uh, Samuel McCoy, you're under arrest for uh, human trafficking attempted and like, murder. attempted murder. And uh, you know they they arrest him, and then it uh, the Maki. camera just pans to Maki, who ends the show. What was the line again? Was it what was, was the exact verbiage? Was like, oh, I was gonna throw it to you. Oh, was exact, like, what was the exact verbiage? I, I I I blanked on the verbiage. I think it's like, and that's all. Well, no, I think it was. Well, that's that. Was that? Yeah. It? Well, <laughs> I guess, sorry. It zooms in on her, and she's like, "Well, that's that." And the OVA promptly ends. And then it cuts <laughs> to the ending. And then we get a cool little countdown clock. The ending theme plays. It's a banger of an ending theme. And the show's over. Well, that's that. Thank you for reminding me. Well, that's that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's that. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> so that's just it. Um, which, I mean, makes sense for a 45-minute OVA. But at the same time, it was such a sudden ending. But the whole thing was just so funny. Boy, you know, but that's, that's, the ending was great because it was a great comedic ending where it just stopped. And it's funny, it's funny because, like, when you look at the box art for this again, you know, this is why... I'm so glad we judged the book by its cover because I think we got the entire wrong idea. Because, like I said, I watched this years ago and I didn't remember any of it. I all I remembered was pink hair girl gets kidnapped. That's legitimately all I remembered. But when you look at the front of the box, it presents like, like you know, action oriented, sexy. Yeah, yeah. You think it's gonna like be a little sexy, hot cop. You think it's gonna be a little like sleazier, a little more aggressive. But it was really a comedy. No, it was very much like a, a comedy with some romantic with tendencies. A little bit, barely any. The, but the, the really the really the biggest sub I guess subgenre was the action. Yeah, it was a romantic action. Sorry, no, it was a comedic action film. It was a yeah. comedic action film, and it was more of like a buddy cop film than anything. Yeah, else. Yeah, it was more of a buddy it cop. Was really fun. Um, I I just enjoyed it a lot. That's the thing. It was it's so refreshing because so far we covered stuff with, I mean, darker overtones and a lot we of. We also violence. just watched Violence Jack before this, so yeah, this is a this is a fun refresher for us. Yeah, so yeah, I'm coming in hot off yeah, that. Yeah, it feels coming good. I'm in. burning. Oh. Up, Hot. baby. Burn up, Burn baby. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. Crisp. <laughs> Crispy. But yeah, it's funny. We already discussed pretty much the, the entire plot. But yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say, I gotta I gotta shout out to AIC again because the show just looks cool. It looks great. They they had just a lot of cool design choices. I love the futuristic cityscape, the design the sound design wise and the music wise. Very indicative of the time. Very I'm gonna be biased here again because that '80s soundtrack, I fucking love it. Yes, '80s. I guess you call it Japanese. The soundtrack fun. was also great. It very like um, very cool like lead guitar driven. Yes, yes. Lines and it, it was it was very like looped, but at the same time it was just so fun. It was so like crisp and good and yeah. like, really edgy and and, 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 and it matched and it matched the tone perfectly. Yes, because like the music the music was fun. Yeah, there's never yeah it, it didn't try to make things more intense than it needed to be. It just no. made, the music was fun as fun as the visuals on screen. Yes. It, it was a very fun, lighthearted show. The only the only thing that wasn't lighthearted was that the, the fact that it was like sex trafficking. But like other yeah, than yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, there was one or two scenes where there was a little bit of tonal whiplash. If yes. I had to give an honest critique about the show, I will say the whiplash felt a little weird. Some point, yeah, like, blah, 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 blah. No. like what? What is this? What? What is happening here? Yeah, yeah human trafficking, like, selling, well, when selling. Did that, when did that selling happen? young girls off? Really? That's the route we're going. Yeah. So yeah. I completely understand that. I mean, I, I would have. I feel like it would have totally fit more if it was like drug trafficking or something like that. You could have easily done drugs. Yeah, you it could have been something t- like that. I, I mean, I just didn't see it. The need to. I, I mean, I guess like for in order for Yuko Yuka to get kidnapped, maybe it had to be some sort of trafficking thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah but at you the same time, it's like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a bit of a stretch, but at the same time, yeah. everything worked. Everything That's really worked. It really worked for me. Um, I am pleasantly surprised by this. I really am. Uh, cause yeah, girls with guns. You know, it's a genre that gets 
I guess I when I think about it now, it must have gotten a lot of hate because it's not around anymore. Yeah. No. Nope. It just doesn't currently exist, which is weird. It's a it's a dead genre, unlike Mecca that's slowly dying. I think Girls and Guns completely faded, but I mean if this can I mean this might be an ambassador in the genre in some ways, playing up the kind of the sillier aspects. It's like, yeah, it's a bunch of hot girls running with guns, but it, instead of the show trying to be sexy about it, there's like, yeah, we're here to have fun. Yeah, we're we're just gonna have a good time. Yeah, they're they're here to and they know the premise is silly and they're running with it, which yep. is what I love. I love Amazing. it's it's self aware in the good way because it's not rolling its eyes. It's yes. not trying to be ironic. It's just trying to be lighthearted. It's just, it just wants to have a good time. It's exactly. just like, oh, here's a bunch of characters that are fun, having a good That's time, the thing. and, and they, doing what they want to do. Yeah, and, and, like, these, and these characters could have been dudes, and it would have worked just as well. Oh, yeah. Because these are just Definitely. well-written characters, mm-hmm. which, you know, which is really endearing. Yeah. So as you can and out of 45 minutes, I'm very surprised that I was able to get attached to the characters. That's the thing. I was, I'm, so, so, I'm so happy that I was able to get engaged in the characters, and I'm fascinated by the world. I, I like this kind of futuristic Tokyo setup. Yeah. Like I said, there was a lot, you know, I guess people might say, people could say it's like it was very much of the time. Because like I said, there was a few future cop shows around the time. We might get into more of those because uh, there's a few of them I haven't watched. And now I want to watch a lot more. So um, it may have been a little bit of its time, maybe a little generic by some standards. But uh, maybe my view on it will change when I watch more of this genre. But right now. A great time yeah what well, which brings us to our, our final bit of the day are we here for the question uh we are here for the question rob was this anime bad this was not bad not by a long shot was this bad no sir nope would you uh would you then recommend it to somebody i would totally recommend it to somebody yes. if, it, if it's easily available i would recommend it i would easily recommend it it's 45 minutes you get some you get some cool you get some cool um cityscapes, you get some cool fight scenes and you get some characters who are funny. And for 45 minutes there's a lot of I mean, if you if you have 45 minutes to kill, absolutely. Yeah. And I I also think like this was by no stretch bad. Mm. Um not bad and it was good. It was good. Wait, is this the first time ever did we fuck up? I think we fucked up. We fucked up. I think we fucked up. It's a good anime. It's good. It's a good anime. Guys, oh my god, and we I think found I, it. Oh my god. We our first good anime. And I I think I would actually recommend it to people. I think it's really fun. It's a 40 totally as you said, would. it's a 45 minute watch. It's very lighthearted. It's a good time. Whether you watch the dub or the sub, get into it. I I thought the dub was honestly hilarious. The dub the dub knew what it was doing. It was we at first it was a bit shaky. Because I was thinking, like, okay, like, the voices aren't exactly, like, working too well, but uh, give it time. It's funny, because a few characters have a nice little southern drawl to them. It is very intriguing and There's, like, two, at least two or three characters who had a nice little southern drawl, yeah. which is a nice surprise. I just wasn't expecting that at yeah. all. But, it, but in general, like, it's good. It's good. It's fun. I had a great time well, watching it. Well, I think we have to cheers to that, because we found our first, we accidentally found our first good anime. What a ride. Well, thanks for joining, everybody. Thanks uh, for joining on Bad Anime. If you got a chance to watch it, definitely check it out. Check it out. Burn um, up 45 minutes. Yeah, you will not regret the time yeah, you this, spend yeah, on it. Yeah, it's the original Burn Up. Um, uh, the original DVD was released by Sentai Filmworks. There might be a more recent release. I will check on that soon to see if there was. But anyway, check it, check it out. If you like anime, and if you're a little, and if you're like my friend here who is used to the shonen genre and need something outside of it, Burn up. It's a great little gateway. Check it out. It's like trying a new cocktail. Yum. Cocktails. It's bad.
Wow, oh my god, what a rousing podcast of anime conversation. Am I right, my compares? Am I right, my weebdom? Anywho, uh, yeah, you can send us a message if you want. Did you like this podcast? Did you hate this podcast? Do you want to kill me? Do you want to drench me in Calaxisaur blood and watch me drink it? That's fine. Just send us an email at badanimepod at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at badanimepod, all one word. You can also find us on YouTube as badanime, and you can leave a comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on. We'll read them all anyways. We don't care. I love you. Kiss, kiss. In your ear. Podcast Network.